Yo, I'm back like the clap, motherfuckers. Episode number 106, Whiskey Sick Podcast. Seth Gecko, hit him with that back-to-back new shit. Pushing all up, all up Take a look around, read the letters on the wall When the only way is down, call you legends of the fall Gonna be a daddy, homie, real shit Gonna put them on like stiff fits Gonna ride along with the wheel strip Life depended on that this real kids Told me I can feel this, growing, I can feel this Pride that my father never felt for me I'm nothing these praying, I'll provide all your ebony Remember dreams never really die They can breathe underwater, they will bleed When they water, they can clot that So hate to hide the right up in your face and try to rock is what it takes to fly. You got it in and never had it. Whoa. Got paddles ain't deep enough to roll. You reach the top and keep it on the low. The sun is down, the weeds gonna grow. Life's a trip, better bring a carry on and a pair of strong arms. You could better carry on what your future holds. I'm not very gone, every wrong, that's a fall. You could try to write it, but the probably never read it. So you pocket there, you leave it. Say forgotten till the season changes. Autumn and the leaves that hang a rotten in the breeze. They back and forth, but never think the fall. Bring them all. Every single flaw, wear them like a badge. This is who you are. They can have the world, you can choose a star. Gonna be a daddy, homie, new cigar. Pushing our luck, our love. Take a look around, read the letters on the wall. When the only way is down, call you legends of the fall. That was Legends of the Fall. Now I'm going to hit you with that. Bet I won't. Bet I won't try you. Bet I won't. Bet I won't ride through. Bet I won't. Bet I won't fight you. Bet I won't. Bet I won't, bet I 
I couldn't have said it better myself, Seth Gecko, aka Moody Motherfucking Hank. That was Legends of the Fall and Bet I Won't. Two new Heat Rocks meteorites I just dropped a couple weeks ago. Um, check them out on Spotify, anywhere you listen to fucking music. I'm even on uh, uh, Pandora now. I got Heat Rocks coming. I got a dope little album I'm going to put out. And, and, you know, we'll sprinkle you, man. We'll sprinkle you, sprinkle you uh, uh, whenever we can. With that. Bless you with some new shit. I got a new track I'm already uh, working on that's going to be popping out real soon. So uh, uh, let's get on with it. What the fuck is going on, homies? And I mean that literally. What the fuck is going on in this world just a couple weeks ago? Sorry, I left y'all, homies, uh, without a dope podcast to step to, step to. Um, but I'm back. Um, as you see, the world has fallen down around us uh, since I've been gone. Uh, when I don't put out a podcast for a week or two, uh, the whole world falls apart. And uh, we saw the evidence of that in the last couple weeks, um, as if shit couldn't get any motherfucking worse uh, with this pandemic shit, um, which I don't even know what to think about anymore. Is, is shit still going on? I don't even know. What, everything seems to be open. There's, there's like half of the people are like still... You know, hibernating in their caves and shit. And the other half don't give a, a figgity fuck about nothing. So I don't even know if the quarantine... As far as I know, it's the quarantine is still on. And most people are still out of work. But some have gone back. And uh, fuck, I don't know what's going on. But then this, this Minneapolis shit, man. Pop shit off, homies. Pop shit the fuck off. Um, powder keg, homies. Um... What 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 can you say about this shit that hasn't already been said? I, I don't know how many uh, sides of the fences you could be on. Um, shit was fucked up. Shit's been fucked up. And uh, it's time to deal with that shit. Um, now, as far as the protesting and all that shit, um, I'm cool with all that. It's these hanger-oners, these little, these little turds you can't shake off your ass. You know, when you take that shit and 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 the fucking loaf won't won't, won't fall and you got to like bounce on the toilet seat a little bit and shake your ass a little bit to to fucking shake that turd off that's that's those those rioters and those looters and shit they're, they're those bloodsuckers those scavengers those those fucking vultures that are they're preying on the cause they're 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 they're, they're fucking taking advantage of of the plight of the black man and woman they don't give a fuck about that 
they're, 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 they're praying off of their pain and suffering for all these hundreds of years, and they're using it just as an excuse. They're opportunists out here fucking, uh, uh, fucking up other people's neighborhoods and running back to their little white neighborhoods and, and chilling and going to the grocery store and, and, and all the restaurants and shit they've always been going to like it ain't shit. They'll invade your, your fucking neighborhood, pretend like they're uh, you know behind your cars, and then go, go shit on your neighborhood, tear it to shambles, set it on fire, and then dip the fuck out. That shit's going on everywhere, in, in Dago, all over. Um, shit was popping off all around us out here. East County, down, down uh, uh, La Mesa, where there was a, 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 a cop, uh, cop shooting just a couple years ago, 2017, 18, I think. Uh, El Cajon PD shot an unarmed black man uh, in a parking lot. So there were riots after that, and, and the same, um, same area, there were riots out here. Um, bunch of little white fucking kids pretending they're down with the cause or not even just wearing fucking hoodies and shit and just fucking shit up behind the, the real people are trying to send a real fucking message the real people that have been uh, uh, suffering from all this shit for all these years these little cock sucking little blood sucking ass little maggot motherfuckers uh, rolling behind there behind the scenes fucking shit up and, and, and the media don't give a fuck they're out here uh, showing active looters motherfuckers breaking into to who gives a fuck what, what store in the fucking big five into, into all these fucking stores and calling them protesters the protesters are looting this no motherfucker the protesters aren't there's a difference between protesters and looters and rioters they keep they keep intermingling them they feeding into this shit cops is feeding into this shit they got fucking undercovers out there starting shit too we all know about you listen to rogan you've listened to 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 eddie bravo tell you uh what do they call them uh government provocateurs they've been used for for decades centuries to fight wars and shit, to instigate shit, to control the people. That shit's going on. You got undercover cops out there, uh, you know, some trying to, you know, identify people that are, you know, turning things violent, and then some that are turning things violent. The shit's all fucked up, man. You know, Big Mike came on. That shit was fucking powerful. Shout out to Big Mike. Um, I mean, uh, Killer Mike, not Big Mike, Killer Mike. Dungeon Family. I don't know if he was ever officially part of the Dungeon Family, but I know of Killer Mike from uh, long before Run the Jewels. If you haven't li- listened to Run the Jewels, go go bump that shit. They just dropped a new track. If you don't know who Killer Mike is, uh, go fuck yourself. Um, long time uh, outcast um, feature right there, uh, collaborator. Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure he was on those Dungeon Family albums, but he he's been on classic, classic. Uh, outcast shit. He's put out his own classic shit. Killer Mike has always been dope as fuck. And not only that, he, he's he's fucking. He's just a smart motherfucker. He came on uh, uh, willy nilly, um, off the top, freestyling, and kicked like a speech uh, 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 of our fucking generation on live TV in Atlanta, breaking it down for y'all. Um, organize. If you don't organize these protests, if you don't organize and strategize and get together and plan and plot. Then you get these hangrunners that come over here and use your, 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 your platform that you're creating to do inferior shit and make it look like it's you. You organize so you know who's in your crew. You know who's not in your crew. The message is clear that you're trying to send. It's universal. And you can identify any hangrunners, any of those turds you got to shake off. Maybe you got to identify. Maybe you got to wear, uh, uh, wear something certain. I don't know. But we got to organize these things. We can't just go out there, you know, because then you're going to get these little bloodsuckers that, that, that are just using this shit just to act like fuck-ups. And, you know, being locked up in, in, you know, for all these several weeks, you know, they ain't helping nothing. Especially when ain't nobody dying no more from this shit. I get it. But that shit was, you know, Killer Mike came out there, kicked some knowledge. Shannon Sharp and kicking some motherfucking knowledge on, on, on fucking first take. Uh, them, them dudes, uh, I, I watch, for, I mean, uh, on, on Undisputed. I watch Undisputed and, and first take all the, every day. I record them and I watch them at night and shit. Um, Shannon Sharp kicking it, man. Uh, Drew Brees just came out and put his motherfucking uh, both feet in his motherfucking mouth. Put the ball gag in his mouth. Uh, he said the same shit in 2016. I get it, but uh, i tell you like this, homies. Life is, uh, and your worldviews and shit, they change as you go through life. 
It's like some every once in a while you gotta you gotta update your software. You know, like when you get that update on your iPhone and it says you know software update, and you gotta update Instagram, you gotta unstate, you gotta update you know the Spotify uh, you know app and shit because they're always updating it. And then every once in a while they drop a new operating system and that's everything's brand new and they, they just constantly upgrade we gotta we gotta update ourselves like that we gotta take a look at ourselves and the shit that we fucking believe in and, and analyze it a little because i guarantee the shit that you thought was cool and dope and and and, and that you uh, that were really important in your in your life when you were uh 20 years old 18 years old is is far from what the fuck you, if you're in your mid-30s, 40s, wherever the fuck you're at in life, are completely different. Your priorities are completely different when you're, you're my motherfucking age in your middle 30s as opposed to when you're in your early 20s. Shit, shit, shit just hits different. The shit you held value to back then don't matter to you anymore. And you gotta, you gotta go back and look at how you, your stances on shit that you've, you've, you've had stances and you don't even know why you've held those stances. You gotta, you gotta listen to them and, and, and analyze them and, and update them. And see if maybe, maybe uh, there is another side to the coin. And, and, and that's where Drew Brees went wrong. He didn't update. He didn't update his apps, motherfucker. You got to update your motherfucking apps. You got to update your motherfucking ideology. You got to at least scan it and make sense of it. And make sure that what you're fucking saying uh, really clearly represents what the fuck you're trying to say. Drew Brees comes out here and starts talking about I ain't gonna shit on them, homies. I ain't gonna. I know y'all. Yeah, some half of y'all motherfuckers don't see anything wrong with what he said, but we're gonna break it down real quick. Um, he didn't say anything uh, racist or anything like that. He's just showing the the, the problem. There, there's people that have, uh, you know, white people especially that have, they don't see anything wrong, right? And that's the problem. And Drew Brees is talking about when I hear the national anthem, it's what it means to me. My grandfathers did this. For my country, this, that. Everything's me, my, I. It's not about you, Drew. That was the simple fact. Drew, it ain't about what you think when you see the motherfucking flag. It ain't what your motherfucking grandfathers did. It's what black people, black Americans think when they see the motherfucking flag because they fought in every single war too. But what it means to you, they'd love it to mean that to them. It just doesn't. And that's why they can't stand for that shit, because it's supposed to mean one thing, but it absolutely does not mean that to them. Clear, and it's clear as day, when a motherfucker can, can kneel on your motherfucking throat and back, this dude wasn't just knee on belly with his one knee on his motherfucking throat. He had his one knee on, on his right knee on his back and his left knee on his fucking throat. That's his entire weight on him. If you go knee on belly position with that shin... You take 50% of your weight off. You're still going to kill the dude if you hold it for eight and a half minutes. We're going to get into these motherfucking cops because your boy Moody Hank has been trying to... I gave up that a little while ago, but I tried to be a cop many, many times. I've been through the hiring process many, many times. Got to the very, very end many, many times. That's part of the problem. It's not just a racial thing, but that's a huge part of it. And it's just making people aware. Drew Brees, you just it's not about you, homeboy. That's all this was about. It's not, about, it's not about this piece of cloth that means this or that to you. This piece of cloth doesn't mean shit to them. Because they're getting fucked up, dog. They're getting fucked up in the streets. It ain't, it ain't fucking cool. Uh, but Drew Brees has done a, a fucking million things. I, I'm a New Orleans Pelicans fan. I, I follow New Orleans sports just because, you know, that's my basketball team there. I, I don't mind the Saints. I like the Saints. I don't have no other football team that I root for like I do in, like, other sports. Uh, I guess I really don't. I used to. NBA, NBA's weird. You could like rock anybody's jersey, but in the NFL, you ain't rock your team's jerseys, you know? But Drew Brees is a motherfucking, he, he's a fucking legend in New Orleans, man. He's done a whole bunch of shit. Now, does this mean that, you know, his whole legacy is tarnished because he just didn't, he didn't update his app? No. It just means he didn't fully think some shit through. And some people, you know, man, they, they don't have these conversations. Most people, Drew Brees is lucky he's in a locker room filled with black men. He can have these conversations with them. So part of it is like use those resources to update your apps. Open up a dialogue with them motherfuckers. They'll tell you what, you know, how about you try this point of view for once and open you up to a new point of view. A lot of people, they don't come across black people very often. They don't have these open conversations. I've been lucky. I've been around black people my whole life since I was a kid. Military, moved around from base to base. Um, got, got into hip-hop, met other kids that liked hip-hop. 
you know, just always been uh, lucky. Everywhere I've worked, I've worked with a lot of black dudes, a lot of black females. Um, so, you know, we, when I used to work at this train station over here in, uh, uh, in North County, San Diego, there was a lot of black people we worked there with, uh, that I worked there with, and we had all kinds of conversations about shit. And, and you just got to open up and, and, and listen and be like, damn, I had this shit all wrong, or I never even thought about this shit. I'll tell you some shit real quick. My, uh, I, I was over at my, uh, uh, my old lady's uh, in-law's house, and uh, her, her, her pappy, my, my, my step-pappy, uh, my step-pappy, my, my pappy-in-law, my pappy-in-law was talking about how this lady um, was relaying uh, uh, some shit that happened to her. She is a, a cashier at some uh, grocery store, and she didn't have any more uh, bags for this black gentleman. Um, um, any reusable bags. All she had was these like like fruity, uh, colorful, uh, flowery, uh, feminine uh, reusable bags. So she bagged all this dude's stuff up in it uh, and, and gave it to him. And he looked at it and he's like, I, I can't take this bag. Do you have another bag? And she's like, this is all I have. She's like, and she told the guy, she's like, don't be a sissy, you know, jokingly, but don't be a sissy. It's okay if you, uh, if people, if you, if you hold a, a feminine looking bag, it's okay. It's, it's 2020. And he looked at the lady and he's like, man, if I walk out of here with this, this bag, somebody's going to think I stole it from somebody. And she had, she looked at him and she's like, fuck. I never thought of that, and I would never have to think about that because I'm a white lady. But this is the kind of shit that black people have to take into consideration every day. And she said that's when it hit her. She gets it now. Imagine this dude can't walk down because down the street uh, back to his his pad because somebody might think he stole this flowery bag from some lady. That's the kind of shit. White people ain't gonna see that shit. We ain't. We never gonna see that shit. But these are the kind of conversations and the kind of uh, stories you hear that are relayed when you have open dialogues with, with black people. So that's what you got to do, Drew Brees. You got to use your resources. They're all throughout your locker room, homeboy. Um, the policeman, listen. And you can already tell. This, this isn't going to be your, your typical shit-talking extravaganza, uh, whiskey-sick podcast. It's, just that, it's, it's not that time right now. You know what I mean? It just don't feel right. Maybe we'll talk some fights a little later, and, and I'll talk some shit. There's been a lot of fights going on. Uh, but the cops, here's the problem with the cops, other than having racist motherfuckers on there. At least, oh yeah, I'm sipping, uh, what am I sipping on today? I'm sipping on a uh, black cherry truly. Truly, motherfuckers. Yeah, I'm rolling like that. I'm rolling like that. Uh, what am I smoking on today? Um, I got the Afghani um, Indica. Uh, small buds got a got an ounce of that shit the other day. I'm 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 fucking blazed up, Willie. Uh, token on the pen. Still got the sour diesel pen. The 93% THC. So we 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 fucking rolling today. Um, I'll tell you my perspective on the cops. At least my you know going through in the hiring process in Southern California. I think California is pretty much all the same. Uh, they tell you right off the bat that they're not trying to hire perfect people, but that's exactly what they're trying to do. They go into every part of your background. They go and, and, and talk to your fucking old neighbors. If you you know you got to remember where you lived fifteen, some of them ten, fifty, some of them even fifteen years ago. You got to be able to 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 put down every residence you've ever been to, every landlord you've ever uh, um, paid rent to. Uh, mortgage companies, uh, they got to know your, your, your fucking credit card information. They go back and check. They do extensive credit checks on you. You've ever been late for a, a, a fucking car payment? They fucking know. You've been late to a, 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 for a, um, you know, a cell phone payment? They fucking know. They tell you you're not trying to look for perfect people. They want you to tell everything. They want to know everything about your motherfucking life. They're, 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 they're disqualifying qualified people because they've been late on car payments. Because they had shitty ass student loans, predatory student loans that they couldn't possibly pay back. And they're late on those. And so they're credit shot, a.k.a. me. And they don't take you. No matter how qualified you are, no matter how well you test it. They're still using polygraph tests on most of these places. I've taken multiple polygraph tests. I've passed them both. I've taken two. I passed them both. I lied on six of the nine questions on both of them. I passed them both. That's why they're not admissible in most courts. Because it's bullshit. People who don't lie about a fucking thing fail them. People that lie about everything pass them. I've, I've worked with plenty of people. I've been in like the security field. Y'all homies know I used to be an undercover snitch for, for retail companies. Uh, I was an investigator for them. You know, I've worked uh, other security jobs. 
I've done a lot of these fucking things. And a lot of those people that work in that field, they, they try to be cops. They say that's, that's their stepping stone to becoming a cop. And I've had very good fucking real close people that I know really well not lie on a fucking thing and fail the polygraph test. And then I've had cops tell me they lied on everything and still passed. And they try to scare you in, in when you go into the process into telling them every fucking dirty secret of your life. One cop one time told me, there is a such thing as being too truthful. Don't, don't tell on yourself. If there's no way to get a paper trail on it, don't fucking tell on yourself. They can't tell when's the last time you smoke weed. You smoke weed, you're gone, son. Imagine that right there. Imagine how much of the, of, of the talent pool is gone because you smoked weed, especially in the last couple years in, in, in a free fucking state. Gone. So they want people who've never been laid on a payment. They want motherfuckers with excellent credit. They want motherfuckers who've never made a mistake, never been fired from a job. You get fired from a job, that's hard to overcome. You have, you know, maybe you've had six jobs and you've, you've had nothing but stellar, uh, uh, you know, references the whole time. One guy had a personal beef against you and you don't even know why and he fucking fired your ass. You ain't never getting in the fucking PD or it's going to be very hard for you, especially if you, you, you got fired from a job and you were late on a car payment. You fucked now, son. They looking for little dweebs that never really lived. Motherfuckers that never, never fucking, they grew up and probably never, never really had any real experiences with black people or other people of color for that matter. And it's only what they've seen on TV and movies and, me, and, and social media, all this shit. That's their, that's their only real uh, 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 thoughts on, on people of other races. They haven't dealt with them. These are, these are people who've never even smoked weed before. I don't want, I don't want to go to fucking war with somebody. I don't want to, uh, let me take that back, not war. I don't want to, you know, have to go get into some mess and have my motherfucking back up a, a, a fucking square who doesn't even know what weed smells like. Get the fuck out of here. This is what they're hiring. And what's worse than that, look at these motherfuckers. You've seen them on the street. Where do you think this donut coffee shop eating ass shit came from? Fat fucking cops. We're going to fat shame today, motherfuckers. I don't give a fuck. If you're a fucking cop, you cannot be fat, lazy, out of fucking shape. You got to be like SWAT members. If you're going to be a, a, a cop, it should be treated like SWAT. Only the best of the best should be a fucking police officer for any motherfucking city, any money motherfucking county, any motherfucking state. It should be the elite of the elite. They should be high, held to the highest physical standards, period. They should be taking jujitsu. They should be learning self-defense. These motherfuckers have never been in a, a, a fucking loud argument, much less a real fucking fight. These guys don't know how to take somebody down to the fucking ground. So what do they have to do? If they have no other weapons, if they have a guy who's scaring them, or who, who let's just say, is actually perpetrating a crime trying to hurt them, they have to immediately go to their gun because they can't take care of themselves. Even if the guy doesn't have a gun, he's just swinging on them or something. They can't slip a punch, shoot a double underhooks, and uh, get an inside, leg, uh, inside trip to the, to the ground, mount them immediately, and, and, and dunk, done deal, handcuff them up, and get them, get them going. These motherfuckers apply chokes that they, they, they've only tried on a fucking dummy in, in, in fucking, uh, in the academy. You get a guy with jujitsu, he, he chokes somebody, he knows exactly when that motherfucker's out and when to let go. You see this dude, Henner Gracie, on there, he's running this academy where he's teaching cops how to do, like, basically street jujitsu and protect your gun. Ways to grapple, ways to protect your gun while you're grappling with these dudes to get them down to the ground and, and neutralize the threat immediately. Without having to beat on them, without having to throw a fucking punch, without having to, to, to slam them on their heads, without having to st stand on their motherfucking necks. These motherfuckers got to learn how to take care of themselves. They should be doing no bullshit. These guys should be doing some jujitsu. They should be learning how to grapple and how to do this shit, and they should be doing it regularly. It's not something you do once, and then you, you forget it, and you never use it. These fucking cops, if you can't run a mile under seven minutes, you ain't a fucking cop. I'm sorry, dude. These motherfuckers... Uh, um, they, they get rid of real qualified candidates because of bullshit. And then they let these fat, uh, 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 fucking out of shape motherfuckers get on the fucking squad because they've never been laid on a car payment. But they physically can't do the job. But they don't want to discriminate. They don't want to get a, a, a discrimination uh, a lawsuit on them because they don't let fat people in. They discriminate against uh, the heavy set fucking people. Now fuck all that, dude. If you can't take care of your motherfucking self, you can't take care of me. You got to resort right to pulling a gun at 
any fucking cough, snit, cough, sneeze, sniffle, fart. You're pulling a fucking gun. You ain't got nothing to... You, you can't protect me. You're a danger. Motherfucker breaks wind and you pulling the fucking heater out. That's a fucking problem. Shoot a fucking double leg, homie. Take that motherfucker's neck. Sometimes you gotta choke these motherfuckers. If, if it's a fight for your life, you gotta choke that motherfucker. But you know when to let go. You see these motherfuckers on the UFC all the time put somebody to sleep and tell the ref he's out and then let go before the ref even stops it or it starts telling, you know, the ref he's out, he's out, he's out. They know exactly when. I've choked. When I was, when I was the undercover snitch at Target, I choked mad motherfuckers out. It's on wax permanently. I got the fucking videos. My name rings bells all through Target's. I never injured somebody. I put them to fucking sleep. I asked them, what's your sleep number, motherfucker? I cured their insomnia. Slept them. Never hurt them, though. Never fucking hurt them. Just went right for the fucking choke. Slept them real quick. As soon as they go limp, it's over. Or when I feel them start to go limp, it's over. Or they just straight give up, it's over. That's it. You know how many motherfuckers taking swings at me? Tried to kick me, tried to punch me, tried to cold cock me? You know how many swings I ever took at anybody after hundreds of scuffles, hundreds in every single target in San Diego, California? None. I've never swung. I never swung one fucking punch at, at anybody. I took their asses down. I double legged the fuck out of them. I judo tossed the fuck out of them. Fucking at least uh, 150 rear naked chokes in your local fucking target on the resume, homies. Never hurt nobody knew what I was doing I had the confidence that I knew what I was doing that I could go out there and get it done and get it done fucking quick that's what these cops don't have they're scared out there because on top of a person they've never actually had encounters with uh, uh, these the scary black men that they've never e- even had you know come across really in their entire life they can't take care of themselves and they're fat and out of shape and have no skills, no self-defense skills at all. How are you a fucking cop putting in the, in the way of having to detain people and you have no self-defense skills at all and you're fucking fat? You're, you're, you're fucking out of breath, wheezing. When you get out of the cop car, out of the squad car, by the time you even get to the fucking curb, you fucking hands on your knees, a hu- head between your legs, fucking huffing your fucking gooch, out of breath and shit. Now fuck that. This shit should be this shit should be tweeted. What the fuck? This shit should be treated like SWAT. The best of the best physically should be a motherfucking cop. And you gotta hire unperfect people, imperfect people, not unperfect, imperfect people, people that actually have life experiences, people that have been around other minorities, had great encounters with them, positive encounters. Negative encounters too, so you can, you, can, you can identify when something's going awry. Have some street knowledge. You gotta have some, some fucking street knowledge to be a fucking cop. You can't be a fucking square. A square fresh out of fucking college. Never had a fucking job. Your first job, you're a fucking police officer. Fuck up out of here, son. The fuck up out of here. Because your mammy fucking got you a, a little starter credit card when you were 16 years old and, and, and made payments for you in high school. You got fantastic fucking credit. The fuck out of here. Some of this shit is just, you know, you know of course the, the, the bad dudes are going to get in sometimes. And that dude, there's, you know, training and all this other shit ain't going to help that dude that took Greg Floyd. Ain't, uh, George Floyd, sorry. Ain't not, nothing going to help that dude. He's just a racist piece of shit. Those motherfuckers are going to get in there. And all those motherfuckers that stand around and don't do shit. That's, that's, some, that's some shit. That's the fucking problem there. So it, it, it's a two-prong problem. You know, the, the, the fucking ignorance and, and the fucking pretending it's not happening or acting like it's not as big a deal as it is. Denying that it happens. And then these cops that are just not fit to be fucking cops. Everywhere, all over the motherfucking country. These nervous, Nancy-ass motherfuckers. Quick to pop off. Can't fucking think straight when, when, when shit starts going down. The, the voices get loud. They fucking scramble their fucking brains. They don't know what to fucking do. They running around in circles. Like the fucking hair is on fire or some shit. They don't know what the fuck's going on. You seen this one dude, this dude in Texas, this white dude's over there with a fucking, I know you can have, you know, I don't know what the fuck you can have on the streets. Like this dude had a, had a fucking AR out there. 
um, uh, you know, Texas anything goes, but he's out there. I think he was being threatening with the gun, which is what the problem was. And, and people were yelling at him to put the fucking gun down, put the fucking gun down. He finally put the gun down, and some uh, some dude from behind started tackling him. And here comes this fucking old-ass motherfucking out-of-shape fucking cop, like, fucking wobbling his way over there uh, a fucking to try to grab it. I don't know what the fuck he thought he was going to do. He fucking trips over his own legs, blows his fucking knee out. The crowd has to fucking take this guy down and hold him down. The cop's, like, scooting on his butt trying to get over there because he blew his fucking knee out running four feet. What the fuck is this guy a fucking cop? He can't run four feet without blowing his fucking knee out? The fuck out of here, son. This guy shouldn't be a cop. He can't physically. He can't physically uh, uh, fulfill the requirements of the fucking job. If you can't do that, that's it. You don't defund the fucking cops. That doesn't, that doesn't make fucking sense. Take money away from them. If anything, you, you, you fund them to get better ones in there. To train them better. Physically. Hold them accountable. These motherfuckers should be running uh, uh, PFTs. You ever in, in the military? My pops used to have to do a PFT, their, their physical uh, training every month. They had to run mile and a half. So they had to do two mile runs. They had to do pull ups. They had to do push ups. That's basic shit. If you're a cop and shit like that, you, you should be doing way more than that. You should be doing CrossFit shit. You should be doing Ironman shit if you're going to be a fucking cop. Sure of yourself, able to handle yourself. And not being a motherfucking hothead. Being able to verbally de-escalate somebody. Pissed off. What do you do? You don't just get pissed off and start yelling right back at them and talking shit. If you're a fucking cop and somebody hurts your motherfucking feelings calling you a fucking pig or this or that, you shouldn't be a fucking cop. You imagine being an undercover snitch at motherfucking Target, everything I've been fucking called? I don't give a fuck. Why do I give a fuck about some crackhead's opinion? Why would what some crackhead uh, uh, saying to me uh, uh, fucking offend me? And if you're a cop in this situation, you know this is what you're going to come across. That's part of the job you're signing up for. Somebody hurts your motherfucking feelings and you got to go and shove them to the fucking ground or or, or hit them with a billy club and shit. Now fuck that. Talk to them. Bring them down. Tell them you understand. That's what the fuck needs to happen. There's two things that need to happen right there. You don't take their money away. What the fuck you going to do when they're when they already, most of these places like, like San Diego, they already, they have huge shortages in cops, but they have no funding already. That and on top of hiring fucking duds, what are you going to do when, they, when, when, when there's fucking two cops patrolling, you know, fucking 100 square miles and somebody's breaking into your motherfucking house trying to, trying to you know, fucking take your goods, take your fucking family? Who are you going to call? Well, I'll have my own gun and do this shit. Okay, they come in, they shoot you before you can get to it. The fuck are you going to do now? What's your family going to do? Somebody just stole your car. Who are you going to fucking call? Ghostbusters, what the fuck are you going to do? You see Bones Jones out there? I've talked a lot of shit about Bones Jones, but Bones Jones was in the 505 Albuquerque, the Breaking Bad state, where my entire family is from. Went to the University of New Mexico. Everyone's a lobo. Wolf, wolf, wolf. Fuck the Aztecs, homie. He's out there in the streets when they're out there protesting. These little fucking fuckboys were out there with the spray cans spraying up people's uh, businesses and shit. He's out there fucking punking them. Fucking went and got my all, all my respect back. Out there fucking protecting his city, protecting his adopted 505 Albuquerque. Having pride in his hometown, going out there and punking these little fuckboys are out to no good. Using, using the plight, using the struggle, the pain to go and do nefarious bullshit. Just because they can? Now, fuck that. Shout out to John Jones for that shit. They even brought uh, uh, Anonymous back. You see that dude Anonymous with the little mask and shit that always, you know, uh, you know telling people secrets and shit? He, he's out there. He, he hacked into the Chicago PD radio and was playing fuck the police over the Chicago PD radio system. Imagine these motherfuckers out in the middle of, uh, of these protests and riots and shit. And their, their, their walkies, their radios are out there squawking, fuck the police, man. Woo-wee. See, that shit's not hurting nobody. You can say, well, they can't get their communications across, whatever. That shit, so they're fucking back. The media, they're only going to show you the fucking, they're only going to show you the negative Nancy-ass shit, homeboys. That's all they're going to show you. 
They're gonna show you the motherfucking uh, uh, white boys who 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 carpooled over in the fucking Prius, uh, Prius putting on their little mask and shit and their little hammers out, bashing shit, calling them protesters. That's what they're gonna fucking show you. They're not gonna show you the the the, the line of black dudes that lined up around that uh, that one cop that got separated from the squad. They ain't gonna show you. I never saw that on TV. I had to see I had to see that from people on on, on fucking Instagram that I follow. Snoop Dogs of the worlds, the Be Reals of the worlds. They, this guy uh, in riot gear by himself surrounded by a fucking mob and there's a line of black dudes uh, you know kind of walling him off protecting him from, from the fucking crowd taking, taking his ass out he's done if those dudes aren't there those, they're done they're not going to show you that they're not going to show you uh, the cops uh, that actually get it the departments that actually get it the departments that actually hire qualified individuals and that go out there and understand have a police chief who's not fucking corrupt, who goes out there and, 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 and marches with these people, marches with them, takes a knee with them, prays with them, whatever the fuck you want to do. They don't show you that. You don't get to see that. Or it's very, oh, look, this is what happened here. Now, now on to this other shit. Motherfuckers are, are killing each other out here. There's Koreans shooting people. There's this. It's crazy. They're only going to show you the, 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 the fucking dark side. It's people that only want you to, to, to believe that everything is fucking dark. They don't want you to know that there's light at the end of the tunnel, motherfuckers. They don't want that. They don't make money if there's light at the end of the tunnel. They just feed off of the darkness, you know? And, they, and, and talking, going back to the police and shit, they, they need like a, a, I don't mean to sound like uh, 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 facetious, but uh, they need like a Rooney rule. They need, they need to recruit. Here in San Diego, they had a huge, for, for, for San Diego sheriffs, they had a huge recruiting for only women, a point where they were only hiring women. And probably, no offense, not because, I'm not saying because you're a woman you're not qualified, but there's tons of unqualified women in, in, in police that cannot take care of themselves. They're more of a fucking liability. I know this from, from fucking, I've worked alongside uh, PD a lot. And I, I've had non-qualified people who could not take care of themselves you know, out here coming answering calls and shit, and they they had a full for for years where they were hiring just women, making really uh, pushing really heavily to hire women. Why can't you do that for the black community? We need black people to come in here and help turn this shit around. We need black people to take an interest in law enforcement. Do you have to have a Rooney rule? That's what I was saying. Do you, do you is there like some kind of Rooney rule that you can put in effect for these places to get it more diverse? Have black people actually going into these neighborhoods, these black neighborhoods. People that look like the people that live there. That speak like the people that live there. That understand the people who live there. Who've been through the same shit as the people who live there. Policing them. Seeing familiar faces. How do we get them in, in, involved into uh, and, and stop this culture of stop snitching, this, that, and other shit. It's going to be hard. Because you're the, you're the ultimate Uncle Tom if you're a fucking cop. If you're a cop and you're black... That's bad news. We got to change that. We got to change that perception of it. We got to get more young black people interested, man, woman, child, whatever, interested in being in, in, in law enforcement. That's what's got to go down. Um, but it, 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 it's been fucking crazy. Um, shit is finally starting to wind down here in, in, in Dago. Um, they're still protesting here and there, but uh, fuck, we, 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 everything just needs to get back to normal. And... and, and, and um, yeah, what the fuck else can I say? I just spent like 45 minutes on this shit. I, I knew I was probably going to talk about this shit the most, man. It, it's, it, it's been crazy. It's hard not to talk about it. And sometimes, you know, on the podcast, you just got to get really real. You know, you just got to get real. You got you to, you know, shed some thoughts. And so those are my thoughts on, on, on everything that's been, been fucking going on. Um, let's, let's, talk some, let's talk some fight talk. I, I had a whole lot of shit I was going to talk about, but um, there, there were some good fights. I can't even remember where I left off on the fights. I think I, I, Overeem and Harris, I picked Harris. I was completely fucking wrong. Uh, fucking dud pick. Overeem uh, outlasted him. We had Woodley versus Burns. Let me tell you this about Woodley. I don't think I, I picked this fight, but um, I would have got it wrong. I, I, I'm real with y'all homies. I, I, I'm honest. I picked Woodley. I would have picked Woodley. If I put it on wax, it would have been Woodley, and I don't know why. I was fucking like, as soon as the fight started, I was like, why would I pick this motherfucker? He's done. I don't know what goes on at, 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 at um, Duke Rufus's uh, training facility, but um, Anthony Pettis and Tyron Woodley are like the same dude now. Uh, when Anthony Pettis' career took, hit the shitter is right after he, he won the belt. He defended it against uh, Gilbert Melendez. But in that Gilbert Melendez fight, if you go back, you'll see that's where he started his little back himself up against the cage and swing shit. 
walk himself into the back, uh, uh, his, put his back against the cage, and, and lose shit, basically. Because after that, he's never really been worth a shit. He's won a fight here or there, but he's got his ass kicked more times than he's kicked ass. Um, the Nate Diaz fight. He played right into Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz wanted to clinch him up, dirty box him, trip him to the ground, and he made it easy for him to do exactly that, knowing that's exactly what he was doing by walking and putting his back against the cage. So now we've seen Woodley do that. He was actually able to defend his title several times by doing it because he was, you know, he landed that piston right hand against uh, uh, Wonder Boy twice. But he backed himself up against the cage. He didn't have to worry about Wonder Boy taking him down either. He fought that style against Usman. Usman wanted to, you know, stand and bang with him. He wanted to clinch up with him and get him to the ground and beat him up. And he played right into it by backing himself up against the cage. When you back yourself up against the cage, you can't escape your hips. You can't escape one way or the other. You can't go backwards. You can't go nowhere. You can go left or right or forward. But then if somebody's trying to take you down, you're going to go right into a fucking takedown. So you basically got two options. Um, and... and um, we saw that with Gilbert Burns. He did the same thing. He, you know, starts out and he just walks his way. He puts his back against the cage. Gilbert Melendez shoots. I mean, Gilbert Melendez. <laughs> uh, uh, Gilbert Burns uh, shoots in on him, gets an easy takedown. He was given. Uh, Woodley was given Burns takedowns all night by just walking himself back against the cage, and then not doing anything. He just doesn't throw any punches. He throws a right hand every once in a while. He has no ability to put any combinations together, and he doesn't use his wrestling. If he threw some that right hand and shot takedowns off of it, could be a different story. I didn't think Burns, uh, you know, everybody's, oh, Burns. I, I don't really, I don't know. I don't think he, uh, give him Kobe Covington. Give him Kobe Covington. I think Kobe Covington smokes his ass. That's what I think fucking happens. I think Kobe smokes his ass. I think Usman smokes his ass. I think, uh, I think uh, Masvidal smokes his ass. I think the cream of the crop smoke his ass. Don't let that Woodley shit fool you. And Woodley's already calling out Covington now because he want stop it, Woodley. Kobe Covington uh, will beat the mother. He'll crack your motherfucking ass like the Liberty Bell, homeboy. He's, he'll crack your motherfucking ass. You don't want that. You can't handle that pace. He throws combinations. He puts punches together. This hurts me to talk positively about Kobe Covington, but he's a much better fighter than Tyron Woodley. And he mixes in takedowns. And he mixes in... Cl- he's, just, he's just got more ways to beat Tyron Woodley. That's a terrible matchup for Tyron Woodley. He should be fighting a... a, 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 a he's a gatekeeper at this point. I, I hate to say it, but that's basically what he is. So then we had UFC 250 the other night. Good card. Solid card except for the main event. Uh, no way in fuck. Um, I was picking... By Felicia Spencer, no fucking way. I went Nunez all the way, um, and and as I expected, you know, um, Felicia came out looking like she was gonna hand you a clipboard, ask for two forms of ID, and tell you it's gonna be about a twenty minute wait. Um, she was looking like a, a a fucking South Park Canadian, you know, with them floppy head ass motherfuckers. Um, she she just looked like a like a HR administrator or some shit like that, like a like like a, a fucking uh, like she worked at the DMV. You know, she was going to take your temperature or some shit. I don't know what the fuck, you know, this this was. Uh, but I knew Felicia Spencer wasn't going to be able to even... She had a little bit of, of success against Cyborg. Um, she made it ugly at times. I thought maybe she could get it, make it ugly at times. She, I thought she would be a little more effective. Her takedowns weren't there. Um, she was shooting takedowns and then getting tossed on her own, you know, getting th- taken down by, by Nunez. Nunez was defending takedowns and then, and then reversing them and taking her down at will. Uh, beat her ass with the, with the fucking hands. Uh, Felicia Spencer's corner hates her. They don't like her. Um, you should take the, I mean, that fuck, after that fourth round, that shit, that shit should have been stopped in between rounds. Like, what was the fucking point of putting her out there? She just got her motherfucking ass beat. Like, she was wobbly on her fucking feet. She hadn't done literally diddly fucking poo the whole fucking fight. I don't know if she landed, she landed one jab. I know that for a fact. She landed one jab. Um, uh, like a... R- a running long jab. She 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 kind of like pushed in Nunez's face, and that was basically when Nunez was coming in, and, and and that was it. That was all there is. What does Nunez do now? Nothing. I mean, the only the only per- there's two people that could give her a, a, give her a fight, and one person I think could actually beat her. Who would have beat her the first time? That's Shevchenko. Um, at 135, Shevchenko went back up, but they've already fought twice, and Nunez has two wins, so it doesn't really make sense. But if you wanted somebody who can actually make it a competitive fight. Maybe you do a third one, and then you let Cyborg walk. But Cyborg, you know, if she, you know, adjusts that game plan and doesn't come out like a bat out of hell just swinging fucking wildly like she used to do, uh, and, and she had a couple fights there leading up to the Nunez fight where she took it a little more like Cody Garbrandt took it, you know, and, and methodical and made it like a, a kickboxing, actual kickboxing match instead of a brawl. 
She could give Nunez problems for sure. You saw Durandamy, when they were standing, give Nunez problems. That's why she kept taking her down. But that's basically it. And other than that, I don't know who the fuck. She's going to smoke. Uh, she's going to smoke um, uh, that bad, tall, uh, daddy long legs young lady uh, from Australia. What's her name? Megan Anderson. You saw what Felicia Spencer beat Megan, uh, Megan Anderson's motherfucking ass inside of a minute. And then you saw what Felicia Spencer, by Felicia Spencer, had for Nunez. Nothing. So, no, we're, we're not. Uh, we, we, we fucking. Um, we canceling after the trial period, motherfuckers. That's what I'm trying to say. We ain't buying it. Period. Um, Cody Garbrandt versus Rafael Sunsau. Wow. Cody Garbrandt came out and he was patient. He made it a kickboxing match instead of a fucking brawl. He, he, all these other fights, he just goes out there. You, you hit him. It helped that Rafael Sunsau never really landed anything major. Cody Garbrandt gets hit. He, acts, he, he reacts angrily. He, he, he reacts emotionally and wants to get it back and starts swinging for the fucking fences. Rafael never really landed that, and that's partly because Cody Garbrandt wasn't just going in there. And, and, and he had a more approach that, that he had um, with, against Dominic Cruz. He was patient against Dominic Cruz. He didn't chase Dominic Cruz around. He waited for Dominic Cruz to finally commit and come to him, and he landed big fucking power shots on him. He, he, he was landing just enough. He was using a low leg kick which is the new thing now. Everybody's landing that low calf kick. That shit's deadly. Um, you have to have a plan for it. You can't check it. You can't just lift your leg up because you're going to still take it. A low leg kick, if you lift it, your leg up without turning it completely out so that your shin bone's facing them, you're going to take it on the side of your calf, even if you lift your leg up. It's going to hurt. you got to wipe your feet. you gotta, you got to do what they call a shin breaker and tie. What, what Chris Wadman did to, to Anderson Silva when he broke his shin. Everybody, oh, he got lucky. No, he, he checked a kick with a shin by just moving his lower leg out of the way and leaving his knee there. That's, that's, how, you, that's how you stop that kind of shit. Um, but Cody Garbrandt was landing that low leg kick. It was a problem for Rafael Sunsau. And Rafael Sunsau just never really got going. He's a t- he could have even possibly been on his way to winning the fight, Rafael Sunsau, because when you looked at the numbers, his numbers where he was landing, some, I, I, I didn't see it. I had each round for Cody, but the numbers looked like they were uh, way ahead for Rafael Sunsau. I, I, I couldn't understand it, but... Cody Garbrandt landed this fucking massive right hand at the buzzer. Um, had Rafael Sunsau looking like motherfucking Woody when, when Andy walks in the room. Just turned him the fuck out. You know, when uh, a Toy Story, when Woody walks in the room, I mean, when Andy walks in the room, all the toys fall dead. That was Rafael Sunsau, man. He just, he just fucking got the lights turned off on him. Like straight fucking Pacquiao to the dome piece type shit. Um, that shit was brutal. So, um... Uh, big win for him. He lost three in a row. But you can kind of say, you know, he fought T.J. Dillashaw for two of those, and T.J. Dillashaw popped hard. So you could take two of those losses away and say he lost to one against Munoz, where he got drawn into one of those fucking firefights, and he just didn't land. He didn't. He just couldn't land, last it. Um, so big win for him. Give him sugar. Just give him O'Malley. O'Malley. Give him sugar. Sean O'Malley. Let's get that shit on and popping. I know they were talking about it yesterday. Um, that's the fucking fight to make. Sugar Sean O'Malley. We need to see this guy against some top notch competition. He he fucking he fucking Woody uh, Woody that motherfucking Eddie Wineland. Eddie Wineland. You know he was a tough out back in the WEC days, and he had a little little couple good fights in the UFC. But he was a WEC guy, a tough fighter back in the day. I think he was a champ at one point. At the WEC, uh, I have to check that. Fights with his hands low, though. He's always had real, real, real big holes in his stand-up, but he's real aggressive and lands big punches. Um, I don't know how the fuck he didn't react to that right hand that put him to fucking sleep. Sleep number, homeboys, cured his motherfucking insomnia real quick. Uh, he didn't. He, he didn't even react at all. Like he never even saw it coming. Just fucking took it on the chin and went went fucking down, just like uh, like a Sunsau did. Two fucking killer knockouts. Uh, uh, um, you had um, Aljamain Sterling with a huge fucking win. That dude's the, that that dude's in a title shot. Give him the Peter Yan uh, versus Aldo fight winner. I, I think Peter Yan's gonna win that fight. You have Peter Yan versus uh, uh, Aljamain Sterling for the fucking chip. That's how to do it. If if Cejudo isn't coming back, if Cejudo does come back on, on on that bluffery bullshit and he comes back at 135, and he fights Aljo, woof, woof, motherfucker, woof, motherfucker. Aljo took. Listen, Corey Sanhagen. I picked him to win the fight. I was wrong. I was dead wrong. He had when when you have no answer for the very first. I mean, in the first minute you get your back taken against the fence, on the first exchange get 
taken up against the, pressed up against the cage and give up your back against the cage, that's a big fucking problem. He got outclassed big time, like right off the bat. There was a couple exchanges, never really got going, got put up against the cage, and, and homeboy got a hook in. Aljamain Sterling got a hook in, made it too. And that was a wrap. He did, did defend it the first choke really nicely, but then Aljo was slick with the fuck. He he fainted one arm basically. He fainted his right arm, and then he can't and he would and he shifted underneath that arm. He shifted the left hand and cinched it up with the left hand. He just did the old okie doke and uh, uh, cinched up a, a tight rear naked. Tapped him immediately. That shit was was deep. There was no getting out of that one. Um, so San Hagen didn't let you know uh, up and coming extraordinaire knocking people out in exciting fights. Real good stand up. Him versus O'Malley would be pretty fucking dope too. Um, if the O'Malley, if they don't do O'Malley versus uh, uh, um, Cody Garbrandt, which is fucking, I don't know how you don't make that. That's a fucking money fight right there. That's a that's a fucking main event for sure. Speaking of main events, you got Cynthia, you got uh, Jessica I versus Cynthia Calvillo this week. The fuck out of here. That is literally the worst fight in the history, the worst main event in the history of all. Of all MMA fight cards. I mean, how the fuck? I'd rather watch Tito versus uh, a fucking um, Chuck Liddell part six than watch this motherfucking shit as the fucking main event. Are you telling me? This isn't even a main event on the prelims. I'd rather, you know, this is like a a fucking uh, mall, like an exhibition at the mall. You know what I'm talking about? Where they they do those karate exhibitions and like the 12-year-olds come in and break little fucking boards and shit to try to get people interested in karate. They would be like, Jessica I and Cynthia Calvillo would be like the main event for like a, a mall exhibition, you know? Um, where they usually, you know, they put up the big Christmas tree during Christmas time, you know, in, in the center of the mall. You know, you just take that out of there, put a little ring, and this will be the fucking main event for that shit. Uh, a fucking UFC, a fucking main event. Uh, Jessica I, who got fucking kicked into oblivion by uh, Holly Holm. Uh, Calvillo's lost a couple fights. I mean, these guys aren't, I mean... Neither one of them is ready at 125. One's already had a title shot because there were no other. I mean, the fact that uh, Jessica I had a title shot against Shevchenko and got knocked the fuck out. And that wasn't Holly Holm. My, my, my bad. I was thinking Shevchenko. Shevchenko kicked uh, uh, fucking uh, Jessica I into oblivion when she had a title shot and, and, and fucking ended that shit real quick. Homegirl was down for about 20 minutes. The Roombas were, uh, the, the Roombas were out sweeping her motherfucking ass up. I mean, this is a, a, a terrible... I mean, the fucking... What's the other... Uh, uh, I think it's Roberson versus Vittori. Uh, these motherfuckers were supposed to fight multiple times, I think. They were supposed to fight in, a, a, in one of the previous uh, fight cards, and, and something happened with Roberson where he, he dropped out at the last minute. Um, but And then they were having words in, 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 in the hotel and shit after, after Roberson dropped the fight. They were, they were going to fucking just fight in the motherfucking lobby and shit. I would make that the main event. I would make Roberson versus Vittori the fucking main event. Those are two, uh, I think, what are they, 170, 185, something like that? Um, let's see. Um, that, that would be the better main event. Than, I'm not trying to, to sound like a dick, but my, my God, this is a terrible fucking fight. Who gives a fuck? I might not even bother uh, uh, wasting internet fucking uh, uh, data on, on streaming this shit if it's not if it's not oh it is free okay well fuck I don't know I might I might watch uh, uh, Aerial America on the Smithsonian Channel over this shit and I ain't even bullshitting you um, this is a middleweight bout Marvin Vittori versus Carl Roberson that's a middleweight bout that should be your main event that's your motherfucking main event we ain't even gonna talk about just I don't give a fuck I'll take Calvillo. Uh, Roberson versus Vittori, that's going to be a, that's a knocker right there. Ray Borg's fighting again. I think, didn't he fight like two days ago? Uh, Andre Feely versus Charles Jourdain, that's going to be a solid fucking fight. Every Andre Feely fight's very entertaining. See, these are fights that could have been a main event, I guess, for a little fight night. Um, that's about it, but, uh, you know, uh, Jessica I versus Calvillo, that's some, that's some, uh, some, some whack shit. Um, Fuck, what else? Moving right along. God damn, we already been we've been we've been rocking for an hour, homies. Let me let me uh what else do I got? What do I got? NBA's back. We back, homie. So I, I picked last year, I told y'all um before the season started, uh last summer, that the Lakers wouldn't make the playoffs even with A D. And I was looking right. I was looking right. It looked like the season was over and I was gonna get a pandemic was gonna come through for me and make a, a fucking all time great prediction, me saying that the fucking Lakers weren't gonna weren't gonna be in the playoffs. Cause there weren't gonna be any playoffs. So I, I got I got a fucking the ultimate fuck y'all. But 
Looks like there are going to be some fucking playoffs, at least a tournament style. We got 22 teams. I think they're going to play. I don't like this at all. The, 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 the Pelicans get fucked in all this. I've been reading how the, how the Grizzlies get fucked. No, the Pelicans get fucked in all this. They're three and a half games back, starting to play really well, with 20 games left for them, 19, 20 games left for them. And they had just finished the most difficult part of their schedule, which was the most difficult. They had the toughest schedule of the whole year of any team in the NBA up until that point. And then the last 20 games were going to be the easiest schedule in the league to finish up their season. And now we don't get that to close the, the gap. We, we, we made it through the storm. We, we, we survived and advanced to get to the easy part of our schedule. And that's taken away from us. Now we got to play all fucking playoff caliber teams and, and, and make up three and a half games and eight games. It's, it's going to be hard to fucking do. Um, hopefully they can get within. I, there's some shit that they can still make the, the, the tournament and, you know, play a nine versus eight. Uh, the ninth seed has to win two games. The eighth seed only has to win one game. Something like that. I don't care. I'll have an NCAA-style tournament or whatever as long as the Pelicans are in that shit. Um, who knows? I mean, to think that they're going to come from this layoff now with the NBA is longer than a regular offseason. They've had basically a whole offseason. So to think that any team is going to come and just be right on fire and be able to make up a, a three-and-a-half game lead in, in eight games, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like my chances of the Pelicans' chances with that. But at the same time, having this 22-player tournament after this long layoff, it, it's wide open. Anybody can win it. There are no favorites in my book. You're going to have some teams that were red hot, that were fucking top teams, that are going to come out flat, out of sync, and, and lose. And the Pelicans, if they come out hot, they, they, can, they can create some shit. A lot of teams could. The Lakers could go down. Anybody can go down, really. I mean, this is just a, a free-for-all now. It's just like the NCAA tournament. It's one and done. Anybody can win this shit. It's a great equalizer, only, having the, only, only being able to lose one fucking game. The uh, Major League Baseball, they're, they're all in cahoots. I mean, they're all up in arms and shit. They don't know what the fuck's going on. The, the owners want a 48-game season. I'm all for that. I'd rather have 82. The players want more games, obviously, because they want to make more money. Just do an 82-game season, and that's how every single year should go. If they had an 82-game season and the shit was, like, dope, they should just switch to that for good. 162 fucking games? That's ridiculous. You make it 82, you cut that shit literally in half, the league becomes way more competitive. You don't have to fucking keep up for fucking 162 games. Quit fucking around, MOP. Make that shit 82 games. Um... Well, you know what? I'm 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 gonna get the fuck out of here. We we we've said a lot. I'm gonna I'm not gonna try to to be gone again uh, for this long long a span of time. Shit's just been crazy. Shit's been wild. I've been saving up my my uh, uh, all my ammo. Uh, don't uh, don't ever think I ain't coming back, homies. Uh, I I I I got my faithful four listeners. I ain't going nowhere, motherfuckers. I'm coming back. I'll be back. You'll see me. You ain't you you fucking you ain't getting rid of me, motherfuckers. Uh, but uh, Seth Gecko, I mean, this is episode one, 106. Uh, pandemic hasn't stopped me. Uh, 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 fucking uh, injustices haven't stopped me. Rioting, looting uh, hasn't stopped me. We still fucking going, homies. I ain't going motherfucking nowhere. Your podcast, your favorite podcast, favorite podcast will keep it motherfucking rolling. Go check out the new fucking songs. Go check them out, homies. Give me some motherfucking spins. Throw your motherfucking uh, homie a fucking bone. Bet I won't. Uh, Legends of the Fall. I'm reload, re-uploading that on on uh, on Spotify. If you've already heard it, it was fucked up on Spotify. It was like some weird version. It was like the 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 instrumental in the background or something was like fading out. I had to take it off. Now I'm putting it back on. It, it's fucking remixed, remastered. It's, it's fucking way better now. Uh, but anyways, go bump that shit. I got new shit on the way. Fucking get, get on that Spotify shit. Yeah, uh, we got the, we still got the uh, the, the playlist, the greatest pay- playlist of all time called That Old Dope Shit, O-L apostrophe dope shit. Um, all the dope, dope hip-hop shit from the 90s, 2000s, shit is fucking fire. It's over 2,100 songs now and growing. Can't stop, won't stop. Check it out. That Old Dope Shit. Subscribe to that shit. Uh, and tell your homies to tell the motherfucking homies. This is Whiskey Sick Podcast, episode number 106, and I'm out, motherfuckers. If you like, we can fuck the night away, but if you like the time of day, 
fuck out of here My plans are to stand you up Take a minute, it's a hint, it's a spring My hands just ran you up Then down, rimmed out, I rebound you I plead out, see, now we found two Fucks we can go and get once When the going gets hard like me Ball like three times a day Grind me, I'll fade and bounce right back Sounds like that shit's got me a name Swap me, I'll trade I'm up, you're down, time's up No sound, my luck, we're bound At the hip, you can dip, you can bend in two Move with the thump and the ride Then move my junk to the side And across the street, then back to the curb Imagine nerve, backseat emerge, then we go again Seesaw then, we calling in, see the ends in sight Pens in my right hand, your heart's in the left Gave you the upper hand, get me off Saved you rough man, tie it off Might try to stall, see it's all on the wrist Inject, take a hit, instead take a hit It's a mess inside, I ain't coming in Side you, tried to lie to you Then pulled out the garage, then down the street Fooled by the facade, we're bound to meet A glance is a chance of a round on me Count on me, lost count on three Fake one, shake some ass on me Caution, wet floor, that's on me Hands drip dried, can't stand it's fine Sit tight, hands zip tied You can't have this time Back, stab me, have me Any way you like, play you right Say I might just take your sight But you ain't blind, read my lips If it get like We can fuck the night away But if you like the time of day You should find some other way To make me come around your way But I won't stay for very long I'm on my way To find that bitch I just passed up It's not too late Take your claim, break me off and make me an offer I can't refuse, my hands up yours uh, I bounce, you bounce, you dip, I'm there Your hips, your hair, can't decide what to hang on to Let's go for broke, put the shame on you If you like, we can fuck the night away We can fuck the night away And you should come around my way Around my way Around my way but if you like, then we should fuck the night away. on the yellow cab, 30 on dash, and the fast lane pull up with the gas tank, empty flex, and I'll push this whip. With the e-brake on, looks like we're grinding, wilding, rolled up right beside him, ass for lift, scratch that shit, backstroke it is, now I'm jumping in, it's time something is gonna give, what it is, what it do, touch it, find out, fuck it, time out, last one left, what's left, couldn't last, so at last I left, pass on the left, watch the left turn yield, bitch, that ain't no arrow, there goes time, but we ran out before it could, now bring that back, now leave, go back, those jeans show tracks, got fiends, no doubt. Got me showing out my pants One dance, let me rub on you Not chance, gonna run on two Save three, gonna need if you're the one Fuck with a six till I'm past an eight Punk with a bitch, right back to a six Under the lights, my second thought match my first Go ahead, back it up, hit it reverse you like, we can fuck the night away But if you like the time of day You should find some other way To make me come around your way But I won't stay for very long I'm on my way to find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late To stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer I can't refuse, my hands up yours are I bounce, you bounce, you dip, I'm there Your hips, your hair, can't decide what to hang on to Let's go for broke, put the shame on you Now that I stood you up, just lean on the wall, don't you fall again You sweet, not a freak, I called all in You squeezing those jeans, your palm, I'm in Now stroke like your heart just stopped And blow like your yard just caught Fire, admire how you work that thing But you're now unemployed, let me feel that void like we can fuck the night away, but if you like the time of day, you should find some other way to make me come around your way. But I won't stay for very long, I'm on my way. To find that bitch I just passed up, it's not too late. To stake your claim, break me off and make me an offer, I can't refuse, my hands up yours are. I bounce, you bounce, you dip, I'm there, your hips, your hair, can't decide what to hang on to. Let's go for broke, put the shame on you.